Today's episode is sponsored by Spectrum Audiobooks. Thank you, Spectrum Audiobooks, so much for sharing this kicking future booty novel. Yes, Queen. Love them. Love Spectrum. Woohoo! Spectrum. Spectrum. Spectrum Audiobooks. Download their books. That's, that's their jingle. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want to hire me to write a jingle, go ahead. They don't. <laughs> Welcome to Audio Shelf, a place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad, and I'm Brittany, and we are the voices in your head. So do you want to read the stats or do you want me to read the stats? You can read the stats since I let you read the stats when you were sick. And because you have no idea how to pronounce that one word. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, jerk. But you were sick the other day and I made you read that long, like eight paragraph uh, stats. Oh, the one with the holes or the, what is it? Yeah. Well, it's basically the one that the author didn't even get through because she didn't like it, how he did it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. So the title of this book is <laughs> Shade of <Bill. laughs> This book is called Futures Orphans. R.O. Burroughs Cycle Series Book Two. So we haven't listened to book one. We picked it up book two. But I feel like anybody could jump into this. Yes. From yes. anywhere. I was I was invested right from the beginning. Yeah. The author is A.K. Alice. The narrator is Annalise Renee. The publisher is Spectrum Audiobooks. Hey, Spectrum. And the audiobook release date was December 4th, 2018. That was like this year and like this month. And it's <laughs> yeah. like a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, it's like when this book comes or when this episode comes out, it would have exactly been 20 days old. Oh, 20, yeah. 20 day old birthday. Yeah, you should be. What do what do things do at 20 days old? Growing fingernails. Yeah, I mean, I guess puppies are like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You're growing something. Snakes have already like lived their life. Mosquitoes are already like, they lived a life too. Mm -hmm. They're growing popularity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The duration was seven hours and 34 minutes. And the genre is action adventure, post-apocalyptic, science fiction. And it's probably best to not get tickets to this train ride. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was a scary, scary ride. That was, woo. Honk, honk. <laughs> I don't know why I did trains that. Me? <laughs> Can you read this, the right. summary, please? Yes. <clears throat> the summary is taken from Amazon. Mm. In an uncertain future, the truth can get you killed. Yes, it can. Cassidy Nolan is a drug addict journalist. I just wanted to emphasis on that. <laughs> really? <laughs> she is a, she's definitely a journalist. Yes. Journalist. Junkie journalist. Junkie journal. She's disgraced after releasing one of the most iconic images of the new millennium. 14 years later, the world teeters on the verge of ecological collapse. Jeez, these are some big words. A chance encounter with a sociopathic sheet. <laughs> I Tongue said, twisters. <laughs> I was at a curse word. <laughs> All right. 
A chance encounter with a sociopathic street kid will send her on a journey into chaos that may lead her to uncovering the biggest story of her career. Pursued by a burnt-out ex-military contractor determined to earn his reward, there are no guarantees that she will live long enough to reveal what she has found. Mm, that's deep. Mm-hmm. There used to be some like bongo drums after you finished that one. That was like a real good summary. Yeah, it really was. I was like, oh, can, can I read this again? Yeah. You know, it, it really gave us enough of the book and then it didn't add in any extra like funny things about it, like for us to make fun of, which is always a plus because nobody wants to hear us make fun of things. But yeah. <laughs> uh, we do anyway. Yes. I, I just really enjoyed that. I, I, yeah. Like you said, it didn't give too much of the story. Yeah. And it allowed you to really embrace the book. Yeah. And literally the entire time I was listening to this, I really thought Cass was going to die. Every single second. Oh, my God. It was, I was on the edge of my seat. Like, I was surprised that she wasn't already dead. There was just so much going on. There was just... Yes. I don't know. Like, you were, you were uh, listing the genres, and I said, there's so much going on. Yeah. There's mystery. There's action, adventure. Yes. There's drug addiction. Drug addiction. There's deep, deep messages throughout yes. the novel. Which is something that I appreciated about this book. So, I... I want to start by saying that this isn't really a genre that we would typically listen to. Mm -hmm. Um, Just like the content of it wasn't something that we would normally pick up. Yes. Um, I am glad that we got to experience the novel. But, I mean, it's just not something that we would normally pick off of a shelf. Yes. You know, I think we've always discussed the idea of science fiction not being our go-to genre. Yeah. Because sometimes we get lost. Yes, exactly. Sometimes we like, um, a lot of times we like dystopian type novels, which mm-hmm. this one was definitely apocalyptic dystopian type yeah. of book. But then it also had like a future aspect to it. And um, it was just a lot for us to take in yeah. as as not avid readers of the fantasy mm-hmm. genre. I mean, I guess it wasn't even fantasy, but just of those apocalyptic type of novels. Mm-hmm. Um. But I do want to say that what this novel did was it gave me kind of an introspection type of feeling Mm -hmm. with the drug use. Ooh. Yeah. Like the way that A.K. Alice like wrote the the drug, like the the withdrawals Mm. and how Cass was feeling when she was like needing the patches and everything. Yes. It really was like eye opening a mm-hmm. little bit. Hmm. So it kind of puts you in the mind of the character. Yeah. Although I was still very frustrated in being like, just stop. Yes. And right when I found out when she said she was a junkie journalist, mm-hmm. there was something something in the beginning of the book that called her a junkie journalist. Yeah. I was like, you know, because we both we have addiction in our in our families, our lives. Yeah. We've seen it everywhere. TV shows. We. It's hit us personally. Yeah. I was just like, man, not another addiction storyline. Yeah. I was scared when it first started. Yeah. I was like, really? I got too much of this in my life. Yeah. So I was just really cautious of where it was going. Mm-hmm. But then as the story unraveled, I was like, oh, wow, it's a different take. Yeah. And it's it, and it's a, it's a different view on addiction. Yes. And you realize that like the addiction is really the antagonist 
mm-hmm. of the entire book because everybody is mandated to have these patches of drugs that like flow through their system. Yeah. And so it's it's kind of scary that this is the I mean, it's not the direct future. They're not, the author is not trying to say that it's the future, mm-hmm. but just it's a possibility yeah. with the war on terror, what happens with it, and then the war on drugs. It's kind of like this far out idea. However, it's still in the grasp of reality. Yeah. Yeah. It could actually happen, which is terrifying. Terrifying. Yeah. And it made me start to be like, would I have the strength if this is mandated by people? Mm-hmm. Would I have the strength to really go out on my own and be like, no, I'm not going to do this. Like Paco, like he withdrew himself from mm-hmm. the patches. He went through the issues and he got clean and he stayed clean. And then he helps Cass help, quote unquote. Um, but like, would that be something that we would not get in line to do, even though that's literally the law? Because we're law-abiding citizens. We're law-abiding citizens. Like, Would we still abide by the law if it told us to use illegal drugs? Oh, my gosh. It's definitely a one of those (sighs) ethical and moral thoughts that challenge us. Yeah. It's almost like, forget about the actual plot of the book. Mm -hmm. This, like, more, this morality to it is what is, had me hooked. Yes. And I also, moving on to, like, when you mentioned Paco, mm-hmm. I loved that socio, the sociopathic view of him. Yeah. That was really fun because we've, we've been interested in a lot lately in the idea of what is so, um, socio, socio, sociopathology. I know. Come on. It's a hard word. Come on, psychology it's masters. It's a hard word. Come through. Come through, girl. <laughs> but we've, we've been kind of infatuated, infatuated with that yeah. term and that... That idea of what can drive a person to be so evil. Apparently with being a sociopath, nothing. But Paco was like a kind of a lovable sociopath. I want to say that he was not really a sociopath. Yeah, he was, like, he wasn't horrible. Like I, every time he was on in the books, I was just like, oh, Paco. What's yeah, up, Paco? He was capable of building bonds. Yes. And it was just the circumstances that mm-hmm. had him kind of rough edge yes and i was looking for more of the rough edge mm-hmm. when i read the summary because i said all right well before i sit down and read this book or listen to this book i'm going to read the summary yeah i'm going to read a couple of goodreads reviews i'm going to read the whole goodreads page and i was like sociopath this guy must be evil yeah and he wasn't that bad no he wasn't that bad he killed like 1700 people uh, yeah <laughs> i mean he was like murdering assassins yes he wasn't that bad he wasn't that bad. He saved Cass. He was like Dexter. Yeah. So killing for the greater good. Yes, exactly. So I but I loved Paco and Cass's relationship yes. throughout the novel. Yeah. I thought that was really strong and it it really it did really build throughout the book, which I liked. It had mm-hmm. a natural progression. It was one of those things where they their paths would kind of cross at the beginning and then they really started like upping the ante with the crossing of the paths. I mean, he broke into her house and like yes. stole her, stole her stuff. Um, but like it, it really started upping it up, but it was natural in the like curiosity that Paco had with Cass. Like there was just something that like kind of drew him to help her. Mm-hmm. And so that was interesting to see. Yeah. And then, it, and also 
in order to help her kind of feel vindicated. Yeah. She was kind of ter- like terrorized by the iconic photos that she took. Mm-hmm. And people either wanted more of her or wanted her gone. Yeah. And the whole book, she was just kind of like trying to uncover this mystery. Yeah. That would jumpstart, re-jumpstart her career. Right. And I love how Paco helped her with that. Yeah. Yeah. It was very interesting. And it kind of is also like a narrative on like how journalists are actually treated today. That is so true. Yeah. It it was scary. Yes. How, how much they, how much it was like a, a, a novel that paralleled today. It was kind of like this urban uh, fantasy, science fiction, post-apocalyptical Murphy Brown. <laughs> I was not expecting the Murphy Brown part, <laughs> but yes, yes, very much so. <laughs> yes, if Murphy Brown was like kicking butt and taking names more than Ooh, she is now, I would watch an assassin Murphy Brown. Can this movie become a like, or can this book become a movie? And can we cast Murphy Brown as Cass? Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm done. Done. Candace Bergen is. Is Cass. She is Cass. She is a ninja. <laughs> she's a ninja. And she's Paco. <laughs> and can she be Paco, Can please? she play every part? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So we've been talking about the content of the book a little bit. And we don't want to give away too many spoilers. Yes. Because this is a book that you need to go pick up. If yes. you love this type of genre. Yeah. If you are into this type of genre, then definitely pick it up. Check it out. See how you like it. Because it is definitely a thrill ride. Yes. Um, so let's talk about Annalise's narration. Oh, oh, oh. So there are different dialects in this book. Yes. And the way she handles them is very, very well. Like, I don't think that I would be able to do the when, sounds she made. Yes. So when she was speaking as Paco. Yes. I was like, huh, this isn't offensive. Yeah. This is natural. Yeah. This is respectful. Yes. And I really appreciate that about Annalise, Annalise's narration. Yeah. And if I were to, you know, because we narrated a book ourselves, Mm -hmm. Left Hanging by Cindy Dormany, pick it up on Audible. (laughs) (laughs) But we, there was definitely some dialects in that book where I was just like, I don't want to sound racist. Yeah. I don't want to sound ignorant. Yeah. And I don't think that was the case with with Annalise. I think it was just very natural and she did it with so much respect. Yeah. And also because the the dialects in it were not they they were future based. Mm. So it was, you know, post the world ending. How do people who are probably uneducated talk? Mm -hmm. How do they speak to each other? And so they had kind of like sentences that should have ended with Gollum, but it began it begun with gone Ooh, that's weird gone with the days yes <laughs> so like it just certain words that you would think would end a sentence were flipped and they actually started the sentence or they were in the middle of the sentence or it was just like very uh and i don't want to be offensive to any dyslexic people but it was very like dyslexic and mm-hmm. like how they spoke because yeah. they flipped things around it was, yeah um so i thought that she handled that really really well i also really liked cass's voice when she wasn't trying to do like groggy and um like after like barfing and after getting high 
and after getting high. Yeah. Because Cass's voice when she was high just like it kind of like we said, we have addiction in our in our lives and yes. our families. It was a trigger. It was a trigger. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely like made my blood pressure start to rise a little bit because yeah. it just it annoyed me in a good way, I would say. Mm -hmm. Because she definitely captured that sort of like needing a fix. Yes. She she captured that vulnerability of an addict. Yeah. And they're like, I am literally just using to get well. Yeah. And I only need you because I need to get high. I don't care about you. Mm -hmm. I just I need what you can provide me. Exactly. And so it was very much like (sighs) I need to breathe. (laughs) Yes. I need to take a time out. Mm hmm. I need to pause this and I need to go make cookies. Exactly. But that's the power of the narration. Yes. Because I highly doubt that Annalise is a drug addict. <laughs> um, I, um, we don't have the... Uh, we don't have proof. We don't have the citations for that. We don't have proof. But No. But she made us believe it. She made us... Yes, definitely. Exactly what you said. And she made us believe it. I just think that's a really great narration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just, overall, I loved her voice. It was different than any, any other narrator that I've heard. Yeah. I couldn't really pin down an age for Cass. Exactly. Yeah. So, so like, at one point she said she was older and she was there prior to the apocalypse and she referred to Paco as a boy. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't really tell because of Annalise's voice, it was just very, it was a neutral aged voice. Yes. I was assuming it was like, you know, 40 30s 40s yeah i would guess like 35 yeah yeah 35 pushing 40 because we had to think that she was a journalist she built this career yeah and then 14 years later yeah the the world has gone done it's what it's done and gone its course (laughs) it went and did what it did (laughs) it did it's dead it's dead (laughs) i don't know what i just said my tongue just stuck together i'm having the least once an episode (laughs) with my my, with my teeth But anyway, you know what I mean. Yep, I I had you. But yeah, so I think about 35, 40. Yeah. That's it's a good range. Yeah. And she fit that perfectly for what we were guessing she was. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really liked that. I liked the sound that she had for Cass. And uh I also liked the sound for May. Yes. Like she was so like upscale. Mm-hmm. And her and Annalise's voice just kind of like portrayed that for me. Like there was a thing that she did with her voice to make it more breathy and just more fancy. Mm-hmm. I don't know the technical term for fancy voice. It was like fancy. I think fancy is good fancy. enough. Fancy. 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 <laughs> fancy. <laughs> fancy. I was thinking like the Reva song. Oh. <laughs> fancy don't let me down. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that yeah. was the song. That was the song of, and of the an, episode. And an episode of Drag. <laughs> <laughs> and, a, and a shout out to the Drag Race fans. Yes. yes. So yeah, so what did you think about we, we obviously we agree that yeah. Annalise's narration, the performance was great. Yeah. Her tone was perfect. The, all the emotions that she put into it. Yeah. She made me believe a lot of things. She made you bleed? Believe. Believe. Oh, believe, like in Santa. Yes. Okay. Believe in the, the children are our future. Yes. Treat them well and Treat let them, them, well and let them lead the way. Okay, lead the way. Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. it was prosper. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> but no, she, she had a lot of emotion that we were 
really feeling. Yes. So what did you think about her, like the different transitions throughout the each chapter? Yeah. Okay. So there was sometimes that it would be described in the book as um, Cass taking a long pause or mm-hmm. like um, doing something with like pausing usually. And she would actually pause. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, what? what? What would she actually do? But pause. Pause. She like paused. paused. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like one time I thought that the, the book had stopped playing. Yeah. Because the pause was like a little lengthy. Mm-hmm. Which then made me think about the podcast and how if we toss in some pauses like we just did, do people think that it ended? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah. Let's try it. Okay. Pauses. You don't like silence. I don't like silence. <laughs> we also don't like when viewers drop off. Yeah, we also don't <laughs> like seeing them leave. Um, come back. Come back. <laughs> please come back. It's not over. Baby, come back. Ooh, I love Samantha Mumba. This is like, this is like a musical episode. <laughs> Thank you, Spectrum Audiobooks. For bringing our music out. Yes. And I love the fact that you came up with Samantha Mamba. Was that really? I thought it was. Baby, come back every day. I think that's a different. There's another one that's like. Or did she steal that part? I think she stole that part. Oh, yeah. I think she did, too. I was like, Samantha Mamba's like current. And I'm pretty sure that that was. Samantha Mamba is not current. Really? Samantha Mumba's like 90s. She had three songs. Okay. So like 90s is current to me. (laughs) Uh, That's true. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I listen to Samantha Mumba like every week. Right. But she was at one time a 20-year-old. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure all artists were. Did you know that like most artists make it big before they're 21? Yes. Most probably. And then they most artists sometimes actually go at 27 well yes but it's very rare that somebody hits it big when in their 30s really that makes me really sad yeah because when you talk about artists what kind of artistry music okay i'm not gonna be a singer so i don't give crap (laughs) no we we always have time to be famous yes 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 (laughs) we need to get famous we will soon we will and if we keep having these books from Spectrum Audiobooks. I know, trust and believe. <laughs> so let's get back to the audiobook. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we paused for a brief moment. Um, Futures Orphans. What do you think about the title? So the title's a little long for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, but the- I can't decide if it's because there's a word in there that is very long that I wasn't really sure how to pronounce. Mm-hmm. I just call it Futures Orphans. That's what that's what I've been I also don't it. like back to back words with that end with S's. Oh. So it, it makes me like think I stuttered or something. Yeah. Futures, or- Futures, Futures orphans. orphans. Futures Orphans. Futures Orphans. Futures Orphans. <laughs> It's kind of hard. It is a little. It is a little difficult because your tongue can definitely get stuck in your teeth. Yep. Futures or <laughs> no. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um. Yeah. So, what did you think about the duration of the novel? It was seven hours and thirty-four minutes. So, for a post-apocalyptic, well, there we go. <laughs> 
For a post-apocalyptic novel, I thought that the duration of this was perfect. Yes. We have been seeing so many books that are 11 hours that don't really have a need for being 11 hours. Yes. Uh, you know, they, they range from like 11 to about 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And the only book I feel has a reason for being 24 hours is that Hamilton book. Oh, yes. This is historical. It's historical. <laughs> so I can't. I can't really say how enough, how much I appreciated the fact that this one was in the seven, seven to eight hour range. Mm-hmm. It was a day book. It wasn't something that um, you really felt like you had to invest a lot of time into. Yeah. You could just listen to it, enjoy it, and then continue on in the series. Yeah. Future's Orphans got to the point. Yes. And I that's what I love about it. Yeah. It was there was no just silliness that I had to beat around the bush to get to the point. Exactly. What did you think of the duration of the book? I thought it was perfect. Awesome. Yeah. It really got to the point. And yes, yes you've you've been saying that. So yes. I probably I just wanted to repeat a question for once. <laughs> I never get to ask you any questions. Oh, what were you doing oh. when you listened to this book? Yes. Oh, I ne- Yeah, that is true. You never get to ask I me questions. I never get to ask. You're always on the ball with questions. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, so I was actually, of course, I was commuting to work uh-huh. and you know, doing a couple I doing a couple chores around the house. Yeah. I had, you know, ingrown toenail surgery. And I was taking baths. Yes. And I was soaking my feet. Mm-hmm. And I really found this book to be enjoyable in bath. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. good. That's yeah. very good. So it's a really great novel to just kind of knock out on one day, like you said. Yeah. And just relax and listen to it. Even though it's not a very, it's it's an action book. Mm-hmm. And it's not very relaxing, I would say. Mm-hmm. But um, you can relax. Yeah. I don't know why I to- oh, just told the world that I had an ingrown toenail. It's a fact of life. Why couldn't I just say I have foot surgery? You know. What is wrong with me? Many things. <laughs> but we don't have the time mm-hmm. to discuss them. <laughs> <laughs> For me, oh, what I did was I was making cupcakes. Mm. While I listened to this, so nice. I was like mixing batter, making cookies, doing everything for the holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, also sat in your driveway waiting for you to come home, and I was listening to this. I was finishing it up. Nice, good, good. Yeah. Wow. So overall, would you shelf this, or would you shove this audiobook? So, okay. So for me, this isn't a genre that I would listen to. Mm-hmm. It's not a book that I would listen to again, probably. Mm-hmm. Just being honest. Just being honest. That's what we do here. Yeah. An honest book reviewer. I loved Annalise's narration. I do want to find more books that are narrated by Annalise. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did enjoy um, AK's writing mm-hmm. on it. Um, I thought it was really good. And they gave an interesting spin to future apocalypse stuff and addiction. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They had a really powerful way of writing. All that to say, I would shove this book. Okay. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. And also, who knows? I mean, would you go on to the third one? Um, I might because I actually do. I am interested in seeing how the story progresses. I also want to kind of pick up the first one. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. I'm, 
interested to know if Annalise narrated that one as well. I don't think I don't think, I don't think she did. No, yeah. Maybe she did, maybe she didn't. Yeah. But I my guess is that she didn't because if she did, she would have given that to us first. Yeah. Well, or, or Spectrum would have given that to us first. But yes. either way, like you said in the beginning, this is a great book to kind of just start off with the story. Yes. Because it tells you a lot about the characters. And you don't have to go back to the beginning to figure mm -hmm. out who and what this person was. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I would, I think I would, it's hard because I have been very verbal about this. this is science fiction is not really my go-to, like you said. Mm -hmm. But something really attracted me to this book. And I don't know if it was the urchins. It probably was. Every time they said urchin, I was like, Brad's gonna love yep. this. Yeah, reptiles. I love me some reptile people. Ooh. Mmm, them scaly skins. We don't have the time to discuss. <laughs> <laughs> so I would I would shelf this audiobook. Oh, interesting. And I would prepare for the third one. Oh. I'm surprised. Mm-hmm. Because again, this is not your chosen genre yeah but i was really invested in the character development yeah more so than kind of like the genre yeah. itself that's a good way of looking at it mm -hmm. is like looking at a book not judging a book by its genre oh yes how about that how about that huh. well i'm glad to hear that it has a place on your shelf mm -hmm. and i have more room to listen to the third one yes. on my shelf. good i like that so before we kind of wrap up and do our ending, mm -hmm. we got to throw some love to Spectrum Audiobooks yes. for providing us a free copy of the book in exchange for an honest review. Yes. And if you want to check out Spectrum Audiobooks, go to their website at spectrumaudiobooks.com mm -hmm. or follow them on Twitter Ooh. at Spectrum A Books. That's such an, like, a nice and easy, simple handle yes i love when people get it right with their handles mm -hmm. and they i love their logo yes absolutely love their logo it's such a good logo such a good logo i i had to tell the contact that we had at spectrum i was like your logo is legit yeah also i really like um the book cover like just speaking of the logo Reminded me that the book cover is really, really nice. Mm -hmm. Like it's like fiery. It was kind of, it was giving me like Tomb Raider feel. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Definitely like future Tomb Raiders of America mm -hmm. or something. I don't know. Yeah. Awesome. If you would like to stay up to date with us. Oh, us? Us. Like Audio Shelf? Yes. Audio Shelf. Please follow us on Twitter at Audio Shelf Me. Another nice, simple one. Sounds exactly like it's spelled. And it's our website, too. Yeah. and our, Yes, our website is audioshelf.me. <laughs> <laughs> you can also like us on Facebook at Audio Shelf and follow us on Instagram at audioshelf underscore podcast. And we are on every platform that you can listen to your podcast. So please subscribe to us, download us, keep us in your pocket when your friends are asking for new audio podcast podcast or even book podcast or any podcast mm -hmm. we don't just do boring reviews no or anything like that we have fun reviews yes we inject humor and comedy into it we'll be talking about that more later mm -hmm. um, and please if you would like to help us reach our goals and bring video into the new year and just 
be an awesome supporter of Audio Shelf more than just listening, uh, you can find our Patreon by Googling Audio Shelf on Patreon and donating a dollar or whatever amount you would like to to our Patreon. Just a dollar? Just a dollar. That's all you need, and you'll get some stickers. Yes, you might. For you, what, what, for, what tier that's would the $5 that? That's tier. a $5 tier. We yes. got some brand new stickers. We do have brand new stickers. Oh my God, our <gasps> stickers. Can you please tell them about our stickers? Okay, so the stickers were created by our graphic design genius, Karen. Uh, she is amazing. And she designed stickers that have our names and our little graphic faces. I have never <gasps> been, I don't know what this says about me, but I'm like so attracted to my face on a sticker oh. in, a, in a cartoon yeah. form. I just kept looking at myself. I was like, I look like that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh, she did some really, really cute things with our catchphrases like shelf it or shove it. Oh my God, I love it. And then our logo is on there as well. So our patrons that donate $5 to that, we have two of them. They will be getting those very, very soon. And please, when you get those, post them on your social medias. Yes. And if you would like two free books, maybe you can get Future's Orphans 2 or the first one of Future Orphans uh-huh. in the series. And then you can get Future Orphans, yeah. which is the second one. So you get two free books. And all you have to do is go to our website at audioshelf.me and click on the Audible affiliate link to download a 30-day free trial. That sounds so good and easy, and it's free. Free. Anyway, till next time. Bye. Bye. This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. Future choke on. That's what it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Choke on and swallow. Yep. Mm-hmm. My stomach really. Oh, I heard that stomach growl. You need to get that. It's the call box. Is someone trying to call you? No, it's the call box From at a, the apartment. At the, uh, is someone trying to get in your house? I don't know. I'm trying to figure that out. Is Sean home? I don't know. I'm trying to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my foot's asleep. Every time I touch it, it makes my foot makes me feel like my whole body's numb. Anyway, we can continue on. Okay, good.